Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mishnah is Megillah. Perek Beis, Mishnah Beis, and Mishnah Gimel. And today's learning should be, this is a chus refuah shalema for Yosef Eliezer ben Aviva Chana Edel. Says our Mishnah, now we're learning as we began the laws of Megillah itself. Korah Sirugan, a person reads the Megillah in parts. As he reads, he stops, reads some more. Or, umiznam name, or if... He reads it in a way that he falls asleep, but not totally falls asleep. Rather, he uh, dozes off a little bit and then wakes up. And the Gemara explains that so long as you can call him his name, he'll respond. Maybe he'll be a little bit you know, abrupt, like, what, what, what? But he responds. That's considered being um, a little bit awake or a little bit asleep. And this can be relevant sometimes to us. All these cases, Yotze, he fulfills his obligation. So again, you read, you pause, you read, and then, um, or you kind of fall asleep. A person is writing the Megillah, and as they're writing, they're explaining it or they're correcting it. And over the course of this class, let's say, he realizes, oh, wait, I finished, I read the whole Megillah. So we require you to have intent to read it for the purpose of reading it. Therefore, if you're reading it in the Megillah, or you're explaining it to your class, and in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, if I finish the Megillah, that should, that should help me fulfill my obligation. You're good. But if you read it at the end, you're like, oh, by golly, I just read the whole Megillah, but you never had intention for it to be your, uh, to satisfy your obligation, so then it does not fulfill, you do not fulfill your obligation. If you write it with various different dyes, a yellow dye, a red dye, tree sap, um, some sort of a ferrous salt, it's an iron salt, or it's written on paper that's that's unfinished parchment, meaning the Megillah has to be written like a Sefer Torah, we'll see, it has to be written with ink, black ink, Savashuras is the Hebrew script that we use in our Torahs, and on parchment, as in this is, has, it follows all those laws. Okay. Mishnah Gimel now is relevant for those who live outside Yerushalayim or in Yerushalayim and are traveling back and forth. Ben Ben A person lives in an unwalled city and goes to a walled city, or vice versa. If you intend to return, meaning that you, you're going, but you're not going for the entire time, you're not going to be there overnight, so then you read it like your hometown. Uh, if not, then you, if you dwell there for the night, you sleep there for the night, then you read it as if you're from a resident of that place, even though you're only visiting, which means that if you read it, let's say on the 14th, you're in uh, Ashdod, and then you go uh, the night of the 14th, or I guess the night of the 15th, really, to Yerushalayim, you sleep there, so now you have an obligation to read it there as well, which means you now have two obligations. From where do you read the Megillah and you fulfill your obligation? So we're used to saying you have to read the whole thing, but really we're going to see it seems to be a focus of what exactly we're commemorating. Some of these Tanai might think it's really just about reading from when the miracle began or when the story began, and all the other accessory stuff are not vital because the point of the Megillah is just recalling the miracle. Of course, we're going to require all of it, but let's um let's see. Once we introduce, uh, in the second parak, we introduce Mordechai, so that's when salvation, I guess you could say, or the story really picks up. At that point, we really, once Haman's in the story, so then that's really when the story begins from the perspective of, I guess, the miracle starting to take place, and therefore, that's, you need that to fulfill your obligation. I wish you all a wonderful day.